Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, my pleasure to be here with you today. It's a mission and a calling. Oh, my. Let's go straight to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, Abba Father, we thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy. And we know we're not worthy of all that you give us and provide. I ask you, O God, that you continue to protect President Donald J. Trump and this nation. You are always on your throne, and the follies of our humanness do not shock you. Your deity is forever and forever. Amen. We are those prodigal children who simply refuse to obey. Father, forgive us and guide us back to you. Back to your ways. I place in your hands CSE Talk Radio and ask that you bless it and bless me. Our needs are great and the burdens, they're heavy at times. I cast them at your feet and I trust you to lead me. Many today are confused and discouraged, Father, but I ask that the words we share today will bring our hearts to you, for only you are the truth and the light, and only you will show us the way. For such a time as this, we pray. Amen. Well, there's always got to be a morning after, and there's a bit of disbelief, but not really a complete shock. We were kind of expecting a long counting time. My disbelief is in the fact that 2020 and the past four years, watching a corrupt Democrat party and a devious media manipulate the news, and in many times, many cases, just make the news up, invent it, that many Americans still cast a vote for a Democrat. We've learned nothing. We have a president who is completely disrespected here by the elected elite, their media lapdogs, and yet... On that world stage, this president, President Donald J. Trump, is respected and feared because he will put America first. Why would even one American vote for a man who shows the definite signs of mental failing and a VP who doesn't have a likable or honest bone in her body? They claim they they hate America, yet they work for you. Why would anybody cast their vote for these? It's That is a curiosity for me indeed. Americans wanted the deep state, apparently. They wanted the deep state swamp drained by Donald J. Trump, though. And the swamp creatures have vomited up as many lies and as much hate as they possibly could in the past four years. The swamp creatures, they relished in a pandemic It was a crisis they could use to their advantage, and the swamp creatures knew they'd 
lose the presidency again if they didn't change the rules quickly. Again, why? Why was Donald J. Trump such a thorn? Why is he such a thorn in the flesh of the creatures of the swamp? Well, he is the first working president this nation has seen in decades. Maybe in a century, I don't know. I haven't lived quite that long. The deep state bureaucracy runs this nation and the elite. And they're running it into a dark winter of socialism. The rhino globalists such as Romney are proof that they are all backstabbing snakes in the grass. They believe in profiting on a global level and they don't believe in this nation. Do you really think that he represented Utah when you saw what you saw last night? Americans, at least the large populated areas, do not seem to covet or love liberty and just want to be taken care of by government. Such a misguided and foolish way to live. They are bringing this nation to the brink of destruction. It's imploding from within. The top-heavy D.C. and the bottom feeders, that's what we're going to have left if they completely wipe out the middle class. You know, it's it's hard to come up with something <laughs> today. I'm I'm a little dismayed. I'm I'm not, you know, I'm just I just don't quite understand what's going on because I had more faith in the the people. I don't have any faith in government. I don't have any faith in Democrats or Republicans, but I had faith in the people. And uh I still do. But I would say it's quivered just a little bit. But I, we have with us today somebody I have great faith in, and that is Daniel Turner. Daniel promised to come on. We were going to talk about the day after. We kind of knew it might be a day like this. Daniel, how are you doing today? Well, you know, uh, it, it, I will say this. Uh, <laughs> four hours of sleep and a half a pack of cigarettes and a couple beers do not do the body well. So, no, they don't. <laughs> No, <laughs> but I am I am here. Um, I've digested an awful lot of data. My head is spinning. I'm I'm not surprised. Like you said, I think last time I was on your show, I I said very bluntly, I think they were going to try to steal it in these swing states, and it's pretty much what I feared they were going to do. So I'm not surprised. I'm disappointed and angry. I haven't given up hope completely, um, yeah, but it's just very sad. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, we have to fear um, intentional chaos, right? The the left needs chaos and confusion and, oh, my gosh, we have to you stop counting the votes. A pipe burst. Wow, surprisingly, like a pipe happened to burst uh, in one of the rooms where the ballots were stored and we had to kick everybody out. And um, I went to bed and Trump was ahead in all six states. I woke up four hours later. And he was now trailing in all six states, basically. Um, how did that happen, right? I mean, that, that's remarkable. Um, and, you know, conspiracy theory and tinfoil hat, and I'm sure there are some liberal listeners who think I'm crazy, but I will just say this one little factoid. Never before in our presidential election history, during the vote count, has a state said, okay, well, we're just going to stop counting right now, and everybody go home. And, and we'll pick yeah. it up another time. That's never well, even, happened. Even, even Arizona, the governor of Arizona, was upset uh, when they yeah. called Arizona for uh, for Joe Biden, and they didn't even have 
the votes in yet. Now, it seems to have gone to Joe Biden since this morning. I stayed up till, uh, well, I finally turned it off after I waited for the president to talk last night. And, uh, you know, this man has been through so much. He deserves a victory. Mm-hmm. And America deserves to have their votes counted. You know, that they were talking last night about, you know, back when we had the hanging chads and all that going on, that, you know, the, the phrase the Democrats want to use all the time, and Biden did it last night, every vote must be counted. Mm-hmm. Well, they got to find them. Yeah. <laughs> they got to go find them and count them. Yeah, they've been stashing those votes for weeks and weeks. And, and look, I know winning is everything, as the expression goes, and there are people from professional athletes to men and women in business, and there are people who do cheat to win because winning is everything. But if after four years of the fake Russiagate, the fake uh, uh, um, impeachment, four years of of just the the investigations and the media and the big tech and the deep state, and after – and and then you had to add up on that some cheating in in three key swing states. If that's what you had to do for win to win, you, I think the left really has to look at themselves in the mirror and say, do we represent the people of this country, right? Or are we really the tyrants that we keep saying Trump is? Are we the ones who are forcing our will on this people who don't like us politically, don't agree with our politics, but we have forced ourselves upon them through corruption? I would rather not be part of that party. Oh, my goodness, no. I, I Now I hear the music. There were some things that I was very curious about last night, and I know we were watching opposite channels sometimes, and, and uh, I, I want to mention some of the comments that Tucker Carlson came on and made last night. I almost felt like he was scolding even the ones that were sitting there. I I didn't know if you got to hear any of that or not. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting today with Daniel Turner. And, of course, the topic is the election, which isn't over yet. And we will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radical like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America the lights on. 
Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code Bethann and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I'm visiting today with Daniel Turner. We're talking about the morning after. I'm thinking, well, when will it come? Because it's not really the morning after just yet. <laughs> but um, T- Tucker Carlson was getting on uh, intermittently. They would interview him last night on Fox. And uh, he was scolding the media. And he was scolding the pollsters and, and the media that, Put out, and even Fox, you know, they put out some pretty bad polls, and how they lack integrity uh, when doing that. And I have an article here from, um, let me see, Conrad Black, and it was from American Greatness, and he talked about the dishonest, called him odious and dishonest and unprofessional, uh, the chapter that we have in our history right now with our media the political press and how they had uh they didn't even try to hide their contempt and their and their bias they didn't try to hide it at all and uh it's so unprofessional but yet that seems to be the way it is anymore yeah and and Wisconsin particularly uh I, I don't know if Tucker mentioned that but that was the one that stuck in my mind we were told just a week ago that Biden had a 15% uh, lead, 15 point lead in Wisconsin. And people like Tucker Carlson, people like you and me, rational thinking people look at that and say, 15 points, right? Well, we're not talking about California or West Virginia. We're talking about a very, very 
purple state that has elected Scott Walker three times as Republican governor that Trump won, not by a lot, but he did win. And people thought, that doesn't seem right, but the media didn't care. No, no, no. Our data says this is it, and we are running with it, and we are going to tell you that Wisconsin is no longer even in play because our data says so. Oh, and by the way, we're all going to die of coronavirus and the world's going to end in nine years from climate change. And we're the media, and we decide what is true. Absolutely. Very well put, Daniel. Just, uh, you know, it does, it steams me. <laughs> We've been lied to so much, and the people out here are listening to it. They're, they want to know what's happening, and they're feeding them lies. Mm-hmm. And I, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just agreeing with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lots of lies. And, and I I guess I've never believed some of those lies. I didn't believe the polls. I didn't believe them because I'm looking at the crowds that that Trump was bringing in and the little circles and horn honks that Biden had. Yet there's some people that are so Democrat that it doesn't matter Who's running? They're going to vote for him. They they voted for a man they know is not going to be president. They can't keep the charade up for very much longer. I had a mother with this. I know he has all the signs. The fact that he, I know he had a, a stuttering problem when he was a youngster, but that's not what's going on with him. He no. can't bring the words out. And no. And he can't process. Yesterday, uh, and and if people haven't seen the video, you can see it on social. And I'm not making fun here. It's tragic. No. It, 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 it is. It, it is tragic. But yesterday, when he went to his last rally in Philadelphia, he put his arm around his 14-year-old granddaughter and said, this is my son, Bo, who many of you uh, voted for for the Senate. Um, he was in Pennsylvania, not wow. Delaware, so he got I did the state not wrong. That. Yes, and, I, and I'll send it to you so you can put it on your Facebook page. He got the state wrong because he was in Pennsylvania, not Delaware. Bo was not in the Senate. Bo was the Attorney General. He got the office wrong. It was a girl. Bo was a boy. He got the gender wrong. It was his son, not his granddaughter. He got the family position wrong. And most of all, Bo is dead. I mean, that's tragic, but his son, Bo, has been dead for almost a decade, and he put his arm around a 14-year-old girl and said, I want you to meet my son, Bo, who you elected to this Senate. How is this man going to be in charge of our country? I mean, that's, 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 not, that's not, that's scary. I mean, people have said, how can President Trump have the nuclear codes? This man is, is, is not coherent. He, he's senile, and, and yet... They've stolen the election for him because they care more about power than they care about anything else. And Kamala, or Kamala, or whatever you want to call her. You better get that right, Beth Ann, because it's going to be a hate crime soon when she. They don't know. They... they don't know what's right. There's all everybody's pronouncing it, including her. She says exactly. Kamala. But she Don Lemon says, or Don, Don Lamone says it's it's Kamala. I actually <laughs> like Kamala. I think that sounds more sophisticated. <laughs> she should go my way. <laughs> One thing she will do as president is she will use executive orders like Louis the Fourteenth 
and and if you pronounce her name wrong, it will be a new executive order hate crime. Uh, she is not going to get anything, and this is what we have to prepare for. Mitch McConnell will hold the Senate. One thing we know about Mitch is he can take an awful lot of heat, and so he will not let bad things to get passed through legislation, but like Obama, who said, I have my phone and I have my pen, uh, she will use executive power, executive orders to do what she cannot have done legislatively. We just have to hope there are enough fighters to push back and say, oh, no, no, you don't have any authority to declare X or, Z or Y or Z. Do you think that the Democrat people that went along with this um, phony uh, charade of the Democrats with Biden and Kamala or Kamala, or <laughs> do you think that they're going to put up with that? I mean, that's what really bothers me. You know, we know that the Democrat Party is corrupt. I mean, we know that. But are the American people going to put up with 100% socialism and a dictator such as Kamala? I really yeah. think uh, I think she's going to be uh, a face only. I believe there is somebody else that's going to be the ghost president. That's Absolutely. Absolutely, until they are able to use the 25th Amendment or get him to forcibly resign, which is really all he wants. He wants to be able to say he was president. He doesn't actually want to be president, but you're absolutely right. Who Who is going to be in charge, and what are they going to do? And I, I have to tell you, if I were a, a Trump administration official or, or a Trump family member, I would be very concerned about the the Harris administration's uh, uh, executive branch because their DOJ is going to go after uh, Don Jr. They're going to go after Eric. They're going to go after Ivanka. They're going to go after the president. I mean, they are a vindictive uh, and an angry group of people. And so I would be nervous to, to get caught up with their attorney general, with whatever they want to do, because this is how they function. What do you think? Uh, we haven't heard a whole lot out of Attorney General Barr. What What do you foresee there? Because I've been kind of concerned. I really liked him at first, you know. I'm really gung ho, but he has been so silent through all of this. Yeah. And we know something's going on. Is, is he a part of the deep state that we didn't recognize? I mean, we've got so many actors in here that we can't even recognize them. They're wearing disguises, and I, yeah. I don't really want to believe that. But no, I don't believe. I don't, I don't believe he is, and especially on this election stuff, we're not going to see him because, as Attorney General, he's representing the United States, and what we're dealing with now is really a campaign issue. So it will be the Trump lawyers. Uh, now, if they find something, some evidence of something that the the states did wrong, maybe the the federal government could step in, and as Attorney General, he would have a say. But right now it is not. Uh, he really doesn't have a huge role uh, in these inevitable lawsuits that are going to come f forward. It's going to be the Trump campaign. Um, but you're right. I, Bill Barr, when it comes to just the other issues he's been investigating, from the corruption of, of the dossier to the corruption of, of the leaks around um, the Ukraine call, et cetera, et cetera, uh, I've expected more of him, but I always expect more from my government, and that's why I'm perpetually unhappy with government.
<laughs> well, I agree with that. I really thought he might have a little more uh, a, a burr under his saddle after the way they treated him in Congress when he went to that hearing, and they, they were so disrespectful and, and just horrible to him. And, uh, you know, I didn't want him to be vindictive, but I thought, you know, he's been a nice guy. He's not gone after anybody, and I think he should. I think the American people need to see justice. Um, and we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I mean, that's that's obvious. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But uh, yeah. the American people need to see justice for what has happened to this president. Because what happened to this president happened to every single one of us. Yes. That's my opinion. Everyone who voted for him. Well, every every American, even if you didn't vote for him. True. I mean, if they're willing to do that to this man, what are they going to do to you if you get in their way or they want your property or, you know, what are they going to do? I hear the music. We're headed into a break. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Daniel and I are hashing it out. I don't know that we'll get it solved, but we're going to hash it out anyway. And we will be right back. Returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting today with Daniel Turner. We're talking about the election and the state of this, the state of this nation. Uh, I'm very deeply concerned about it, and uh, I, uh, I don't know about you, but we had, we have uh, followers on Facebook. I'm just going to mention this, and one of them that's there faithfully every day. He's followed my show since I was with my. Uh, uh, my late boss, and uh, he's followed my show, he followed his, and he's followed my show. Well, he's not there today, and I missed him. And uh, he, uh, Rudy just got through telling me, well, Facebook banned him for one day because of a comment that he posted yesterday about the election. And it was a joke, but they don't, they don't have any humor in them. <laughs> it was a joke, and so they banned him. And that's what America's looking at. Now, if you think it's funny just because you're you're not a conservative and it's happened to the conservatives, what if that was turned around? What if something you were doing was displeasing this media that seems to be the bully, uh, has the bully platform where they can tell you what you can and cannot say or think? So that's what we're looking well, at, Daniel. Yeah, but, you know, maybe they banned him for his own good because tech media and, and Silicon Valley really does know what's better for us. I mean, just ask them. <laughs> They'll tell you that, you know, that they just want what's good for everybody. And so, but you're absolutely right. I mean, these are scary prospects that we're, we're entering into, um, something that we have never seen, something that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris strongly support, by the way, which are all of the hate speech laws, the censorship laws. Um, and even some of the wimpy rhino Republicans who um, oh, yeah. did not vote to subpoena in the Senate Judiciary Committee uh, did not vote to subpoena the head of those big tech companies. Um, so the Commerce Committee did, but the, the Judiciary Committee was not able to get the votes for it. So who were these Republicans who said, oh, yeah, Twitter is censoring the president, but that's okay. You know, I don't really care. It's not my concern. Um, that's really troubling. 
you know, last, when uh, Romney lost to Barack Obama, I know a lot of people were very upset. And I, and I remember coming in here on the day after, and, and I was uh, driving here, and I said, you know, nothing's changed. The stoplight was still there. The crossing guard for the school was still in place. And, and nothing had really changed in my little town. And I was telling folks not to be discouraged, but to be determined for the next election. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I don't think that I'm, I am a little discouraged, but I, my discouragement isn't, it's, it's at the people, because I, I'm worried that the people are, are falling for all these lies and discouragement that they keep getting from these elites in D.C. telling us how we should think and how we should act and, and, you know, you know, it, it's just getting unreal. Yeah. That that they can control every aspect of your life. Now, you know we we've, we've been on this on this since my my late my late uh, uh, boss passed away. I learned a lot from him. I was I was oblivious to what was going on. Uh, but they've been after our land. They've been after the the things that Americans hold dear for a long long time, and and leading us to socialism. For a long time, Daniel. Yeah, and, and, and my think, fear is that the people have bought it. <laughs> yeah, and and I think your frustration now compared to 2012 is because you, like many of us, have had a taste of what uh, change, the kind of change that Barack Obama promised, what real change can look like. Uh, at the end of the day, Mitt Romney would have been really no different than Barack Obama. He would have managed. No, he wouldn't. He would have managed the decline and, and the slip, slippery slope into, into socialism a little bit better, but he really would have been the same individual, as everyone in D.C. is the same. Exactly. George Bush, John McCain, yes. they're all the same. But then we got this guy who said, you want tax cuts? Boom, there are tax cuts. You want deregulation? <laughs> Boom, that's what deregulation looks like. You, we've, we talked about the embassy in Israel. Okay, well, let's just do it. Right, we talked about a wall. Okay, let me build a thousand miles of wall, and and we realized, wow, the government can actually do things, and and the markets rebounded. I just texted you um, a graph that I think is so telling from last night, and this is what, regardless of the election results, this is something that Gino Key and the the right and the conservative movement needs to embrace. Trump did better with every single demographic except white men last night. He did better with black men, black women, white women, Latino men, Latino women. We were told we're the most racist, sexist people in the world. We were told we don't believe that black lives matter. We don't like people of color. We're a bunch of misogynistic gang rapists like Brett Kavanaugh. And all of these groups embraced this after four years of that. These groups grew in their love for Donald Trump. The only group that slipped was white men, and that's because of one reason. They really did not like Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I mean, they voted for Joe Biden. Trump lost five points among white men, and the reason has to be, is, and I don't think it's because Hillary's a woman. I think it's because she's Hillary Clinton, and white men overwhelmingly did not want Hillary Clinton, and a lot of liberal white men were like, all right, I'll vote for Trump because I'm not voting for her, 
but now they voted for Biden. But look at the well, look I at know. Those, those statistics. Look at how much he's I'm grown with minorities. Yeah. Because, you know, last night we were hearing, oh, the white women, the suburban women don't like Trump and they're voting against him. And, and this is not saying that. No. White women voted 55% for, for Trump. Last time they voted 52% for Trump. So anytime any of these morons who are statisticians or pollsters or pundits tell you, we have a real problem with suburban women, tell them, well, clearly we don't. Because we've grown our suburban women, and for four years you told us how suburban women hate this president. Well, I don't know if that's counted for suburbs, but women don't hate this president. Women voted. White women voted for this president. Um, as did white men, just fewer of them. That may be the difference maker. Um, but it is nonsense to believe all of these people for four years have told us what a racist, sexist, awful country we are, how our president embraces all of these terrible things, and, and we, by default, are guilty of a collective sin against men, against, against women, against gays, against minorities, against blacks. We're the most awful people. And then election comes around, and he grew his percentage of them. So don't listen to anyone who tells you how terrible we are. Regardless, even if we have Joe Biden as president, we're a pretty remarkable group of people in this country. You know, I uh, I had to really chuckle at something that was on night before last. And uh, Kamala Harris decided to put on her southern accent. <laughs> so she went down. She went to the south and she was uh, uh, campaigning. And she, she she's not good with her with her her southern accent and uh, tried to be something she's not and the point was in this particular segment on the show I was watching is that Donald Trump never did that he didn't put on the overalls because he was going out and talking to the farmer he kept his suit on no what what you see is what you get with Donald Trump now you may not like everything he says or does or tweets but he's been good for this country, and yeah. the fact that so many people don't see that is is astonishing to me. And, 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 and very curious. I don't under, I don't get it. Go ahead. You raise such a good no. You I, I hate to interrupt, but I'm so I just want to pat you on the back for that observation and and beg more people to make it um, of, of what you said. Like when we look at general general electioneering, a general election politics. All we look for is what candidates promise and how they flip-flop. And and what has he flip-flopped on? He hasn't flipped up on abortion. He hasn't flip-flopped on foreign policy. He hasn't flip-flopped on on taxes. On he he literally says the exact same things now as he said four years ago. And then you have this Biden person who now loves fracking, who now hates the Green New Deal, who now cares deeply about African-Americans, who he's flip-flops on everything, and the media just gave him a pass and said, well, yeah, that's just a, wow, Joe Biden, great man. And, and, and Trump has not changed a drop of who he is, and that's rare in American politics. Uh, 47 years, 47 years. And uh, he's going to get it done this time, just, you know, before they put the 25th Amendment on him. <laughs> You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. Beth and Daniel will be right back.
If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com Gold and silver have been the foundation of wealth for individuals and nations the world over. The history of man is packed with coins, jewelry, and artifacts that have spoken to the intrinsic value esteemed in gold and silver due to their rarity, durability, and usefulness. I'm proud to call Melody Cedarstrom a friend and honored Discount Gold and Silver Trading as a loyal sponsor of CSE Talk Radio. A Christian company founded on the principles of truth and honesty, Melody provides quality products, quality service, and competitive pricing. Let Melody's over 20 years of experience in gold and silver trading be your investment guide. From precious metals purchases to precious metals IRA. Whether you want to buy or sell, Melody and her team at Discount Gold and Silver will assist you and make sure you get the best deals possible. Call Melody and tell her thank you for sponsoring CSE Talk Radio and then let her know you want her to be your gold and silver dealer. Visit Melody online at dgscoins.com or just give her a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's one 1- 800-375-4188. You're familiar with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. Beyond the battles are beauty and pictures and words that will take you to another place and time. CJ and Range Magazine have produced a line of hardbound books that should be a part of your home library. The most recent publication is Cowboys and Critters, containing unique photos of the people and animals that make up the ranching world. These beautiful books, which make fantastic gifts, have won numerous awards, such as the prestigious Wrangler Award, First Place in Journalism, Will Rogers Gold Medal Award, so many honors, great photos, and wonderful poems and stories of the West. Reflections of the West, Brush Strokes and Balladeers, The Embar, The Call of the Cow Country. You can't resist the art and cowboy poetry books. 
Visit rangemagazine.com for a complete list of prices. Call 1-800-RANGE-4-U. That's 1-800-726-4348. Be sure to let them know Beth Ann sent you. Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Well, Daniel, you know, these are the times and these are the reasons we're here. You do what you do and I do what I do because we've got to be advocates and we've got to protect our liberties and we've got to make sure that the people are informed because the mainstream media and social media, they're going to hide the truth from them. And there's more at stake here than just a president or the presidency. And I know that you agree with that. Uh, we're still waiting with these uh, uh, elections, these states that haven't turned in their uh, election numbers yet. We're still waiting on senators and I think some representatives yet to be decided and other things as well. Um, there's much at stake here in America um, than just a changing of presidents. Yes, and, and I have to hope out, hope, or hold out hope that just like Barack Obama when he ran in 2008 on all of these silly, ethereal pipe dream statements and, and people were so excited. And then he was inaugurated and he sat down for the first time and said, okay, let's look at this and an expert uh, or someone who knows what they're talking about because Barack Obama has no idea what he's talking about. But an expert oh, sat down with him and said, well, Mr. President, here's really what's going to happen, for example, if we close Guantanamo. Right. Let's look. I promised I was going to close Guantanamo. Okay. What? Here's what's going to happen. And he said, Okay. Well, I will sign an executive order that says I will study whether or not I can close Guantanamo. And that's what happened. <laughs> I am hoping that President Harris will say, Okay. I said I was going to implement the fracking ban. Let's do it. And then someone with half a brain is going to say, Okay, Madam President. Let's just walk through what's going to happen if you do this. And she's going to say, okay, I will sign an executive order that says I am going to look at a fracking ban and it will be off the table. I have to hope that once these people who are dumb, genuinely dumb people, once they see all of the facts, that their stupidity is countered by uh, um, a, a voice of reason. But. I, I don't want to base my industry's future, America's future, on the hopes that there's one smart person in the room when this very, very dumb uh, and very, very senile person sit down with their pen and their executive orders. That's a lot of things to put on the hopes of, of, of the right people in the room at the right time. It is. And, you know, that has been something that I think has gone on for a long time. And you put it very well uh, as to uh, they, they kind of told you, yeah, Mr. President, it's, it's not going to go down just like that. But that was different with President Trump. Um, you know, he listened. They say he doesn't listen, but he does. He listens to those around him. He doesn't always do what they say, but he does evaluate all the data that they're giving him. And then he makes the decision. And... Uh, I think that's the difference between this president and any president that we've had in my lifetime. Uh, he really does try to put America first. And, uh, you know, we've got, uh, uh, whether he makes this through this uh, <laughs> this election or not, 
we've got a Senate and we've got a House of Representatives. It looks like they're probably going to stay Democrat in the House. And uh, it looks like we will probably keep the Republicans in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I wonder if that even matters <laughs> because yeah. they haven't always been they haven't always been uh, constitutionally friendly or friendly to this president. Uh, they haven't either side of the aisle. And and hopefully there's enough anger of of the righteous people on even on both sides of the aisle. If you're a Dem- if you're a Biden supporter uh, in in the state of Michigan, you have to look at your state and say, okay, if we really can't count the votes. When a state like Florida, which is much, much larger, is able to, when a state like Texas, heck, even California, if this is Michigan and we can't count the votes in one day, like some third world African dictatorship, do I really trust this government to protect me from coronavirus? Do I trust them to educate my kids? Right when the when the government says we are going to do X, Y, and Z and build a road, do I trust them? Because you can't do arithmetic. So how, I mean, heck, the people who organize the the checkout at at Chick-fil-A are more efficient, way more efficient. (laughs) And and this is our tax dollars at work. So I'm hoping there's enough people in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan, uh, uh, Nevada, Pennsylvania to say, this is absurd. What am I paying for? And, And gosh darn it, I am tired of getting taxed, throttled with taxes, for a failed government that just fails me on every level and keeps me locked in my home, has us petrified we're going to die of a virus that has a 99.94% cure rate, that has my kids suffering, that has has seen opioids. This is what Tucker was talking about the other day. Opioids ravage our community and no one has stopped it. And you can't even count the damn votes in an election. And you want my vote, Governor Whitmer? You want my vote, Governor Wolf? You don't deserve any position in government. You're a shameful, shameful people. Hopefully there's enough righteous people in those states who, in the next election, kick them the heck out of office as the failed, incompetent, shameful people that they are. Well, you know, and I blamed I blamed the people a lot on some of the, the terribleness that's gone on in the last uh, um, three or four years here with President Donald Trump. Because when we had the election in, in uh, let's see, what year was that? <laughs> 2018, that uh, we turned the House over to the, over to the Democrats. And that just, that was just like sick them. Yeah. And, and look at what they've done to us ever since. Um, and, and it looks like uh, Speaker Pelosi is going to keep the House. The Republicans made some, some good gains, which is nice. Um, yeah. 11 new Republican women were elected to office, which is great. Um, and we've made some wonderful energy pickups. Power of the Future is on our website. Is going to go through a list of some of the, the, the energy wins that we had. Um, but you're absolutely right. Nothing is going to get done significantly without the House. Uh, and Nancy Pelosi has a very specific agenda, and no one is going to stand up to her. I was looking at Congressman Tim Ryan, Democrat from rural Ohio, who won overwhelmingly in his district, and and he kind of should. It's an old Democrat district, and he's a good-looking young Democrat guy with you know a bunch of kids, and he's the ideal congressman-looking guy, and he vowed to us that he was going to stand up to Speaker Pelosi because he represents moderate Ohio. 
and he just caved like a deck of cards, like a house of cards. And so Tim Ryan is celebrating his victory last night. If you or your constituents are listening, when you get to D.C. after four years of this partisan nonsense that we've been put through, are you going to be the voice of moderate Democrats? Or are you just going mm-hmm. to crumble to Speaker Pelosi like you've done for the last the last couple of years, right? Uh, we keep seeing the media and, and, and everyone clamor, where are the Republicans who will stand up to Trump? Well, I want to ask, where are the Democrats who are going to stand up to Pelosi? And get a damn coronavirus bill, I apologize for the, for the swear word, coronavirus relief package through. Now that the election is done, can you help out the people who you've, who you've pledged to serve? Right, or, yeah. because it has political consequences. So I'm waiting for one moderate Democrat to stand up to her uh, and and her nefarious ways. But I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, she didn't have anybody running against her, really. She had no competition. No. We're out of time. I hear the music. <laughs> Daniel, we're gonna have you back. Come back well, and report maybe, on. Maybe we'll have a good report on Friday. <laughs> maybe on Friday we'll have some good news. But God bless you, Beth Ann. Thanks for yeah, doing what you always you. do. God bless you. All right, thank you. God bless you. We're still gonna keep working, but we're gonna do that. We're gonna bring America home. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals that gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. I'd advise Mr. Trump to stop whining and go try to make his case to get votes. The press has created a rigged system. They even want to try and rig the election. Well, I tell you what, it it helps in Ohio that we got uh, Democrats in charge of the machines. And poisoned the mind of so many of our voters. At the polling booths, where so many cities are corrupt, and voter fraud is all too common. And then they say, oh, there's no voter fraud in our country. I come from Chicago. So, So I want to be honest. It's not as if it's just... Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past, sometimes Democrats have to. You know, whenever people are in power, they're, you know, they have this tendency to try to, you know, tilt things in their direction. There's no one. You start whining before the game's even over. Whenever things are going badly for you and you lose, you start blaming somebody else. And you don't have what it takes to be in this job.